Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, I'm just kidding. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's up, my cool cats and kittens? Welcome to Time is a Flat Circle. I look out here. Humans keep getting it wrong. Man, I can never get that intro right. Fuck. <clears throat> here I am. I'm Joseph. I'm the youngest. We are all still alive. And we've uh, decided to make one of these idiots a uh, full-time member. Uh, it sounds like he's got a lot more time on his hands now that he's uh, quarantined. So uh, I'm going to throw it to him. What's going on, Josh? Uh, what's up? This is Josh, the second youngest. Um, I don't really have a lot of time on my hands, but Adrian's been harassing me to show up on this again. And I did like Tiger King, so I'm, I'm down to be a part of this episode for sure. You got to throw it to someone else, dummy. <laughs> I was thinking about who I wanted to throw it to, stupid. <laughs> Let's just go. Let's go. Let's go in order of uh, of age. I'm gonna throw it a Hondo. <laughs> Before I introduce myself, Josh, did you say Tiger Games? I could have sworn I heard Tiger Games. <laughs> no, Tiger King. Said Tiger, Tiger King. King? Okay. Did I say Tiger uh, Games? I don't know. I think you said Tiger Games. Uh, what's going on, everybody? It's Hondo. Um, you know me, coming in live from San Antonio. Uh, Twelve hundred dollars richer today. Thank you. Hopefully, everyone else is today as well. Um, one good thing or 1200 good things to come from this corona uh, epidemic um not dead always happy for that um so yeah i'm the middleist so i will pass it to the second middleist i guess I, guess. <laughs> I think that would be uh andre right no i'm actually older than adrian by 2 weeks by 2 weeks oh geez. okay well yeah. i'll still pass it over to you <laughs> uh i will augment the the statement of we're all still alive and say so far because i am not feeling great and if this is my last podcast please make sure that josh takes all of my debt <laughs> <laughs> and i will throw it over to the second oldest adrian there we go lots, lots, of, lots of seconds going on um you're, you're now listening to the uh newest member of your lo- local uh or dallas local carol baskin did it affiliate so uh, i'm proud to say i signed up i found the facebook group <laughs> lots of good conspiracy <laughs> theories lots <laughs> is this where you got your 5g theory from <laughs> among other ones among other ones no that's that's all that's been on uh info wars for years dude but Carol well, Baskin? We haven't had 5G for years. No, though. 5G. Oh. About 5G being like <laughs> cancerous or causing weird viruses, stuff like that. I mean, we haven't disproven it yet, right? So, <laughs> if anything, there's it's more like the evidence. Law. <laughs> it's it's true until proven wrong. It's just like the law. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So obviously, uh, we've we've landed on the topic that we're going to talk about today. Um, it's just on the tip of everyone's tongues. Uh, Carol Baskin, Tiger King, Joe Exotic, uh, Doc, Doc Antle. That's his Doc name, right? Holiday. That was that one. That guy might have been the most interesting one. Um, just because so so much so much is going on. I thought I was in a fever dream, like because I watched all of it in one sitting. So as each episode kept progressively getting crazier and crazier, I was like, "This is not a show anymore. This is." I fell asleep on the couch, and I'm now. Now this is my fever dream. Um, but no, it all it it all just kind of progresses in such an insane fashion. Um, and now with the whole uh, coronavirus stuff, they're considering just letting Joe Exotic go uh, to not load up the prisons. Uh, I mean, oh no, I saw the headline before uh, we got on the pod that he has officially contracted coronavirus. No shit. All right. So he's going to be in like isolation now for real. He's in an isolated cell in jail at the moment. I'm more worried about his mental state than like him dying from coronavirus. Because can you imagine a guy like that just having to be with himself for that long? That's not going to be. I have never seen someone, like I've never seen anyone who wants an audience more than Joe Exotic. And he exudes like all of the wrong kind of charisma. Like everything you don't want someone like he's for sure a cult leader but they all kind of are um it's just different flavors it's like a it's like a gang war it kind of seems like that um but with tigers instead of guns yeah yeah what if they just like released well i mean i guess they would know how to handle that they should take each other's tigers to fight (laughs) fight (laughs) tiger fights well, I, dude, I, was anybody else surprised when you realized that a tiger only cost, and I say only, relatively speaking, because I would have figured it was a hell of a lot more, but you could buy a tiger from them for $2,000. Yeah. 
And yeah, I'm that's only about, like two Corona checks. <laughs> yeah, <it's> a, <laughs> yeah, put you and Sam's Corona checks together and go buy a tiger. Uh, dude, no, I remember I saw that on there and I was like, you got to be – I mean because I understand, I guess, it's Oklahoma. Everything over there is like dirt cheap and all that other stuff. But the idea that $2,000 could buy me a legit – like a legit – Tiger, like that seriously blew my mind for probably longer than it should have. Well, there, there's an interview, um, that, uh, Doc Antle did with Theo Vaughn on Theo Vaughn's podcast. And Doc Antle said that's completely not true. He said, you can't find tigers very easily on the black market in America. And if you do, it's not going to be $2,000. Okay, but he, he wasn't in Oklahoma. Wait, but that guy also, he South Carolina. He also has an incentive to make it seem like like it's really hard to do. Yeah, because they'll come to him. They'll yeah, I guess so. It. Yeah, it's true. And I mean, he's he's just, more for it. Out of the three facilities that we saw in that documentary, uh, what Carol Baskins? Don't, don't, and then, please don't say his was the classiest. Don't, don't no, I mean it. his was obviously the most expensive. Right, right? I think his had the most like well done upkeep. He also right? so he also he, struck me as the creepiest though. Oh yeah, for sure. But you, I think he, he also like made women sleep in horse stalls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. I, I think the scary part comes from the fact that he was most self aware. Like he actually uh, knew he was very calculated about yeah, what he was yeah. doing. He's like, yeah, I he got knew what not to say, and I thought that was the craziest part. He, he knew the, what uh, not to say. Yeah, he's the American psycho of, of that that gang. I did see that the most reasonable person in the whole thing was the Colombian drug or Peruvian drug dealer. <laughs> like he was the most laid back and normal person. Scarface, Scarface. Just like this podcast. The guy who had actually done jail time. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that strains you up pretty quick if you're that kind of crazy. <laughs> you can't treat people like tigers. Or maybe you can. I guess that's what the that's the whole uh, idea of of being a tiger king, right? They just wanted to treat their staff like the, they treated the animals. Get them in cages. Basically, paid them food. Had sex think, with them a lot. You think that's what owning tigers did to them? Though it like, gave them that god complex. They're like, yeah, I own a fucking tiger. Oh yeah, I own lots of tigers. I'm better than these people because I own them. Like, I, it just it seemed weird that there was kind of that universal concept of. Yeah, just uh, they felt like gods because they kept tigers in cages. Like, is that like a, I guess, like an alpha animalistic thing? I think it is some sort of a, a <clears throat> of a weird elitism to own tigers, and then it's like, I mean, it it seemed really addictive to all of these people. It's like they all just couldn't stop. Josh, is there anything someone could own that you couldn't turn into being an elitist? <laughs> uh, I don't know. What do you think? Like a t-shirt? <laughs> Did you say a t-shirt gun? T-shirts. No, just t-shirts. Just a bunch a of t-shirt gun. What? <laughs> Actually, that would be a pretty fun thing to purchase, though. But would it make would it you make elitist? You an elitist though. I don't think so. I don't think I that would make you an elitist. Everybody has shirts, but I can shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Keep that six feet rule. Stand back. <laughs> <laughs> Not lead. I thought we have to shop Good deterrent. Good deterrent. What is the over under on each of these characters? Let's do the main three because there's more, but I I don't want to. I don't think we have enough to speculate on them. Um, <clears throat> or maybe Jeff, the Jeff guy too. That one that came in towards the end. Um, what's the over under on each of them uh, engaging in sexual relations with the animal? One hundred percent. Yeah, I think I, like on all of them. Yeah, I think yeah. it's one hundred. I think Doc he brings the tiger in the room when he's going at it with a woman. Oh, for sure. But does he like make the tiger participate? The tiger's getting involved. <laughs> he's not making. I mean, that tiger. You know, it it knows what it wants. I will it, say it, it wants <laughs> some Doc. <laughs> I have one hundred percent certainty that at some point throughout the shooting of this entire series, one. Tiger got off at the expense of a human being, <laughs> and vice versa. Like a a dead one, though, probably. Gross, gross. Yep. <laughs> so we'll say this was very similar. And Adrian, I think it was the one you asked us to watch, like the Amazing Jonathan. It was very similar. No, that, to that, was, where, like, that was me. Was it okay? The guy went yeah. in with a project and was like, "This is a very specific project," and then just started like peeling back the layers, and you were like, "What the hell is happening in this guy's life?" Well, it's also like that clown one. The what's it? Wrinkles uh, the clown? 
I, that sounds gross. But um, <laughs> the the Freedmans, uh, the that guy that started a documentary about like just people that were clowns, and it turned into like a huge like uh, uh, pedophilia scandal with like a, oh. a a dad and his son just Not bringing bad. kids like into the house. But, it was it was very weird. But it kind of started with really the same dark. energy. Like it was completely about something different. It was uh, what did it start out as? It was just like. Uh, clowns. This a documentary. This this show. It started out with like a, a completely different animal. Uh, no, it was, it, was it was like, like an like HBO or Showtime. No, no, no. The guy is like uh, at the very beginning. He's like, "Yo, you got to check out what I just bought," and it's a tiger. And then that's what starts the. Oh, the, you mean you mean Tiger King? Yeah, yeah I mean Tiger King. About? Okay. So he it was doesn't start off snakes. as a tiger. It doesn't even start he off as a tiger. He was looking at a snake in that guy's there garage, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then the other guy had a snow leopard in the back of his van. He was like, "You're in." 90 degree Florida, like, why do you have a snow leopard? Yeah, that's... Can you imagine being the creator of the show? And he actually did the least amount of work and got the best payoff. Because that other guy that was, like, producing his reality show... Oh, that tried that to produce got, the reality show, yeah. Yeah, that guy got fucked hard. Well, nobody got insurance money off of it or something. You would I don't know. I don't, yeah, know. I don't think anybody in that state was smart enough to get any sort of protection for anything that they did. Like that, there made, are no laws in the state. I of think the yeah. producer was pretty smart, though. I don't think he was an idiot. I think he, I think he actually had his stuff together. Who? I think he had his act together. The producer guy was his name, Kirk, <clears throat> one with the hat. Yeah. Was always yeah. smoking oh, cigarette. Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think he had. It. I think he probably took out something, but I mean, I'm sure. I, I I caught some of his uh, interview with David Spade, and he was basically saying that um, he doesn't think that the documentary showed enough about what happened there. And he said that Joe Exotic would just like shoot tigers dead for no reason, like they I weren't think sick. It showed too much of what went on there. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said it wasn't even like the footage that he had that burned up uh, in that arson was just was you know would have blown the doc- the Netflix documentary out of the water and he basically said that he had he had footage of um Joe Exotic just shooting tigers dead for no reason. I mean, but but isn't he incentivized to say that? Like all oh, this like, stuff I, I have, have, he, way more salacious. How can he make how can he make money off of that? He doesn't have the footage anymore. He the word of the day. He could get he money by He could get money by being on more interviews or just like getting another job to make a show. Can you imagine how much money he had to throw behind that to get all of that stuff going? He said it was yeah. his retirement. That's what he said. He was like, I put my retirement money into building the studio. I also like the mental image when he was like, I was on my knees crying. I'm like, no, you weren't, dude. Look at you. But also, <laughs> like, don't ever put your retirement money into anything in the state of Oklahoma. <laughs> also, he assumed that risk. I mean, he by deciding that that's what he wanted to do, he, he that's a huge and risk. Like, You've spent time with this guy. You know how terrible of a person he is, and you threw money at it. Yeah. yeah. I also love how quickly they like slingshotted. Uh, okay, we're going to talk about how it may have been the producer uh, that burnt the stuff down um, for like ten seconds, and then just go straight into. Uh, no, it was definitely Joe that burned this this breakdown. <laughs> and then when they show the footage, it's so funny because that weird security footage almost looks as if it were Joe dressed up as if he were to like try and look like the producer with the fucking hat well, and shit he was and like very walk- obviously like oh no look that's kirk that's the way he walks and i'm yeah. like who would who would say that unless you were intentionally walking the way he walks no with that particular like segment taught me it was like never adopt a look like no never have like a uniform that it's distinctly you because then then people can place you wherever the fuck they want Yep. Which is funny because everybody in this goddamn series had their own specially looking uniform. Like every Joe had the dude those le- those fucking shirts, dude. Oh my god! So he had that. The Jeff Lowe guy had the bandana with the with the hat, and then the, like the affliction jeans. Uh, Doc Anno had the goatee, and he looked like an African safari dude or like a Australian safari dude. It was just funny. Like everybody. It felt like people were in costume, right? Like, that's just how outrageous the show was as a whole. Like, this felt like it was not real. And when you saw the characters, you were like, there's no way in hell this is real. And then as it's going on, you're finding out, oh, shit, this is 100% real. And it just completely, like, makes shit look even more ridiculous. Yeah, Carol Baskin with her flower, <laughs> with her Fiesta flower crowns that she got back home in San Antonio. Is she uh, from Adrian, San Antonio? How much would you pay to take your child to go play with a tiger cub? 
<laughs> I, I would. I would I, <laughs> What's the ceiling? Like four grand, five grand? What are we talking? Nah, nah, nothing. Because at that, that point, you could just get a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would yeah. just buy the damn tiger. At least if a snow leopard. I was going to say, if only that guy knew that, that had been there like four times that week. Like, you just spent enough money there that you could have just bought one. You could have bought a tiger, yeah. <clears throat> I love how they framed that as the problem, though. Like, yeah, if only these things didn't grow up. Like, <laughs> 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 stupid, stupid. Why, okay, why didn't he try to breed them with house cats and just make small tigers? Would that work? Uh, I don't or know just that, like, I don't know. I don't know that. They get, were crossbreeding everything else. You could just get like really big cats and keep breeding bigger and bigger cats and just say they're like, you could have like seven tigers and then say that these big cats are cubs and no one's going to be like, no, it's not. It's just, you're in the right setting. You could, I, I would believe that a big cat was a tiger cub. <laughs> it, well, especially, especially the type of people that seem like they went to these places. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that could fly. Like Shaq. <laughs> Yeah, no, Shaq would absolutely believe, like, oh, everything's small to me, I'm huge, this is a tiger. <laughs> He's also, not an actual doctor, it was an honorary degree. In that food, no, yeah. he actually he actually earned that PhD, he wasn't honorary. No, he didn't. He wrote a, he wrote a dissertation and everything, yeah. You know, he didn't, he paid someone to write that for him. <laughs> Shaq's gonna get Shaq, you, Shout out to Shaq, also from San Antonio, like Carol Baskin. <laughs> He's not from San Antonio, he passed through for, like, high school. Whatever, man. He won a state championship for a high school in San Antonio. Not too many people have done that. Josh, why have you been shitting on San Antonio so much? You were born. How, am I am I am I shitting on San Antonio? Am I just stating facts about people who are from there, Hondo? Huh? Don't <laughs> hey, be shitting. From San Antonio, Josh. Me? You? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out San Antonio. Shout out to Los Angeles Heights specifically. We're we're not Wait. sending our we're not sending our best. That's you're you're. <laughs> You're who Donald Trump was talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, so did I, did I hear that incorre- correctly? And I, if I missed this on the doc, on the documentary, I'm sorry. Carol Baskins is from San Antonio? It wasn't on there, but she is. She is, yeah. Oh, shit. She was born okay. in Lackman, but like, if we claim everybody in Lackman, we got all kinds of problems. God, that's so, it's such a, everyone was so manipulative. Um, and so unaware of being manipulated. I don't know how those two things exist in a person at well, the same time. Well, so that's my favorite thing is at the very beginning, the guy who's the snake guy is like, don't talk to those tiger people. They're backstabbers. Like they'll, they'll drive the crate. And then he goes and does it for the next eight episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kudos to the producers. I feel like they had to really play up their okayness with everything going on. Like, <laughs> I would have bailed, like, so so early on. <laughs> well, I was wondering that to myself. Like, I, I wonder. So, it went on for five years, right? That's how long the film, they say the filming went on. Like, it, in my mind, I'm wondering, did they get, like, pulled into this thing? And were they fully, like, embedded, bought in? They were, like, on some of these people's side. And then only after the fact, when, like... He's put in jail, and they're in the editing bay. Are they realizing themselves, like, oh shit, we were getting manipulated, we were getting used, and like, well, I think the answer to that is like, of course. And the reason I I would say that is because they did it for five years, and this wasn't an expected payoff. Like, they weren't going to wrap it up because something like crazy, like him getting thrown in jail, happened. They had to because he got thrown in jail. Like, what was the end goal? What yeah. what were they getting to other than than this? Um, so yeah, I think they were like bought in, like under the guise of we're doing work and making something that's going to be shared. Uh, they really just loved going and playing with tigers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was just like the well, so- that producer that ended up getting the stuff burned, right? Like I feel like he ended up in with the group. Oh yeah, he was he was down to clown with those tigers for sure. My favorite thing is the timeline. Like <clears throat> you can tell as he's filming this, he doesn't like he did no backup research at all. So when when he says, like, oh, yeah, Carol killed her husband. He just goes, what? And then the episode ends. Like, he did not know what was going on. Yeah, and then the fact that you can elicit responses from all of the characters that are just in, as wild and crazy as, like, the first time you hear something. It didn't matter where he first heard something. Everyone's story kind of fell in line with each other. Even, yeah. like, to the point where... And I think the person with the most credibility, honestly, was the assistant uh, or the executive The lady assistant. without an arm? Uh, no, 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 not, not that one. The, oh, the, the campaign, campaign manager. manager? Yeah. Yeah. 
No. Well, okay. On that no, you're, side, you're talking about Carol. But I'm talking about Don, Don Lewis's uh, executive yeah. assistant, like the executor of, of his will and stuff. Uh, she was like a normal person, <laughs> like the only <laughs> one. Because even that dude that was the campaign manager, I mean, that guy wasn't normal either. Like, he was, yeah, he's he a libertarian. Like, of course, he knew he was like, using a crazy person to get his talking points out there. Which is like, it's not something a normal person does. <laughs> It's something a normal libertarian does, I think. I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> Josh knows because uh, many libertarians have tried to get their talking points through using him. <laughs> <laughs> no, this theory, this theory, I mean, just not, so Joseph, I got to give you props because I don't know if anyone else on this podcast did that. I tried watching it all the I told myself, you know what, let's watch it, let's see what happens. After about the after halfway through the third episode, I think I had to stop it for a little while and just be like, all right, I need to reset my brain right now and just like let myself catch up to what I've been watching because so much shit just kept getting deeper and deeper to the point to where I started being like, oh okay, yeah, what the what am I even watching anymore? So I want to kind of hear from you, Joseph, when you're telling me you blasted through all eight episodes all at once. Like, how do you do that knowing you don't have any time to kind of digest or decompress with what's actually happening as it's being told to you? Because when I had to, when I watched it, I had to sit there and be like, OK, what what's happening again? Because it was like too much stuff happening at one time. I think at a certain point, it was almost like a runner's high. Like I was so uh deep into how crazy it got that it had normalized enough for me that i could actually like ingest the information and <laughs> and and just kind of understand it for what it was also i think the thing that really just kind of spurred me on and got me through all all the episodes um however many there were that i think there were yeah eight seven, it was seven, eight, eight i think it was eight seven or eight yeah so um i was watching and i realized the most interesting thing about it was when I'm watching shows, just because uh, I see things through kind of like a storyteller lens, I always try and predict. And when things get too predictable, uh, it kind of gets boring for me, like on like a written show. Mm-hmm. And this being real life, I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen next. Like, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if Joe Exotic is actually a woman and he's like trans now. And then that whole, whole thing becomes a, like anything could have happened. And I would have, uh, uh, I guess, not been surprised by how surprising it was. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to to build off of that, it definitely felt like the first episode felt like, oh shit, okay, this is going to be like a like an animal rights type of documentary, and it's just like this crazy character, and then it was like, oh shit, like it's a murder mystery documentary, and then it's like, oh shit, it's like a it's a political documentary, and then it's just like it ends up being this tragedy of some guy that's gone through all of these things. (laughs) Well, so you know, that's how it started, right? Like, the guy, he wanted to make uh, Blackfish, but for the tiger community. And, like, it just fell apart as soon as he started. Yeah, I just remember having that same thought process that Adrian had, where I was was watching it, episode one, I'm sitting there, oh, hey, it's about tigers and about them, how they're bought and stuff. Oh, okay, this guy, uh, that's weird. I mean, yeah, cool. They're talking about him being gay. That's awesome. Like pre- props for trying to advocate for that stuff. Okay, adding some color to the characters. Oh, he's a polygamist. Okay, that's 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 interesting. Um, interest. I don't hear a lot about that. That's fine. Why are we talking about an assassination plot now? After we just talked about a polit. Like, there's just so many random left turns <laughs> where I kept telling myself, okay, I need to stop for an episode to kind of digest this, figure out what it is that I'm trying to understand here. And then after I took a break, I was telling myself, okay, I'm able to go again. So it's just, it's one of those things where for Joseph to continuously just say, hey, I'm going to turn off my, my, what is it? Suspend the theory of disbelief. Yeah. You just, you have to just turn that thing off. And it's crazy because it's actually real life when you end up having the hardest time believing it. So that was just, that was a weird dichotomy that I was struggling with for a while there. You know what I think the fascination is, is that each episode is almost like its own separate Jerry Springer show. <laughs> with its own theme yeah and then so so you change from the like i'm a polygamist gay man in oklahoma who owns tigers to like carol may have murdered her husband and then you go back to i'm running for governor <laughs> yes yeah which and also getting is a respectable amount of oklahoma? Those marriage certificates were not real. I can guarantee you that. They were just printed out <laughs> online. Josh no, Howard no, no. Marriage.com. Polyamory is definitely not 
uh, recognize in Oklahoma or anywhere else in the United States. <laughs> Josh knows he's tried. Is it? <laughs> do you think it's a? Do you think? Do you think that part of it, just to segue off a little bit, do you think that part of it is a moral attitude in the country or like a real, like a, a, a economy based, like a capitalism driven, uh, like it would be too complex for like three people or more to share assets like that? No, like I that. think, I, I think it's completely just driven by, um, by just like the gross, the gross out factor. <laughs> no, just like, I don't know. What, what is it? What am I looking for? Like more, like moral elitism, I guess. Like just, I don't know. Elitism. Why, why do you, what, what's your theory? What are y'all's theories on why polyamory and it's virtue signaling are? for it's, like the whole country? It's because we were raised, our, our country was founded by prudes. No, it was, it, you would think that, but it's like it, no, no country has like a, or no civilized country has like this burgeoning polyamorous, like, population well, so yeah because well so in other countries like i know polygamy exists and it's something that's not necessarily frowned upon like it's something that's more common culture i think joseph are you asking more about the marriage aspect like from a, a legality standpoint yeah like if if it were to come down to it just being like a moral thing like those attitudes obviously loosen and change pretty quickly um i guess just with the cultural uh, evolution in the country like i think america's kind of quick on the uptake with stuff like that um or it takes a while to get the momentum but once it starts it, it goes pretty pretty fast um so like would the main roadblock be just a moral standpoint or are people going to be like we can't do this how are three people going to share a house <laughs> like what can you get a so, divorce from both of them at the same time part of it is also to- that like people are just really bad at time management right how are you going to spread your time amongst four wives uh <laughs> that sister wives guy does it <laughs> I, I think it's always going to be like one of those like edge case scenarios where some people make it work, but for the vast majority of people, uh, it, it doesn't matter. Sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like you can be, <laughs> you could make it totally legal, and I don't think that there'd be like a majority of people being like, "Hell yeah, that's what I'm doing." So why don't we just do that? That's what I'm saying. Like that, it, <laughs> yeah. is it a slippery slope argument? I also saw furries. Did y'all see the furry suits? In the what? Nevada. There was like there one was no. scene where they like went to like a fur convention and it was like straight up not a animal people animal loving people convention. It was like no, it that guy furries. is a furry. Wait, when, and they were in like fur suits. This? Um Are you still watching even, Tiger King? It, it all <laughs> I couldn't tell you the, the different the episodes. Next <laughs> you got caught up in Are you sure that wasn't been, the fever dream? It might have been like the <laughs> penultimate episode, um, but it's like Carol and uh, her husband, her now husband, n- not the dead one, um, were like going to some gala and it was like a fur gala. And I was like, what is that? And then immediately oh, it they, cut yeah, to they put on uh, like a fundraiser. Yeah, yeah. But it was not a fundraiser. Like it was just a party where they went to go and like swing uh, in fursuits for sure. And I think that's so. That was one of the parts where uh, she, uh, who is it? I guess Joe is like, or it's Joe or Doc. One of those two is like, why is she putting on a fundraiser uh, that costs eleven thousand dollars and only raises seven thousand? Like it, uh, trying to to talk about the the use of her money and how much she's just trying his, to do his things show for the them, image. Like I would like to see the season that is his show, the Joe Exotic show. I mean, it's still online, isn't it? Yeah, I dude, he's really stupid. Still up there. Yeah, uh, it's just like he he goes on really long, stupid rants. <sighs> I like is that, that any different from like anyone else on YouTube? I mean, listen to us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there, there you go. He had a rant about why he can't say the n word if rappers do it all the time. Like that was one of his rants. Another one no, was you about think that's uh, not CBD. The mindset of everyone in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one about CBD. Those are only two I saw, but yeah, I'd re- I'd really love to hear his hot take on uh, coronavirus. That that would be awesome. <laughs> Just a Can one we hour hear him as a special guest on one of these. No, he would be down if we could reach him. He'd be down. I do like the fact that they got someone that was at least aware enough. Um, I guess it was the person that escaped from the the Doc Antle Zoo. Uh, where yeah. she was like, she was like, he he just picks people that are easily manipulated, and that's so obvious to see. I guess if you step back and look at how each one of them deals with their uh, cult members, because that that's insane that all of them come from the exact same background. Like everyone from uh, the GW Zoo, 
was like a ex-con or like literally had no other option and then well no that's what he said like he would go to the bus stop and like find someone who didn't have anywhere to go doing a public service well, I think, didn't he say that's how he started it, though, right? When Because Doc Annell, and, cause I thought somebody was talking about that, where Doc Annell, he had more of the, the a premium, I'm going to say harem, but I don't know if that's the right way. He had more of a premium harem mindset when he set this up, whereas Joe Exotic was, hey, I just want to raise a bunch of tigers, and whoever's willing to help me out, go ahead and help me out. Because he didn't do anything to... Like you saw the living situation that his employees were living in. They had trailers that had rats and all that other shit in there. So that, it's Hondo, just, that's standard housing in Oklahoma. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited for the amount of Oklahoma jokes I was making in my head while watching this series. Yeah. And then Florida, too. Like, come on, the murderers in Florida? Of course she is. <laughs> and of course she's from San Antonio. Lackland. How... Uh, how sold are you on uh, actually i don't even know what would you say is uh, the 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 prevailing theory that the documentary is trying to present about what actually happened um and whether or not joe is guilty of uh guilty enough to be in jail for trying to kill someone he, i think like, he is i think so too but i don't know if they're trying to like present it in a way like he's just crazy well so and- so they they did a good job of like what mo- mo- like blackfish was a very anti sea world documentary and it was set up that way this one did a good job of just like here is all of the crazy information, and you make up your own mind. <laughs> you you think what you want. This is yeah. we're not tell. Yeah, we're just gonna give it to you. We're not gonna try to give you any sort of any sort of direction. <laughs> no, I was gonna <laughs> say to me, it really felt like it was um, it was like trying to do a takedown of the entire tiger industry, or if that's what you can even call it, by like basically giving us this person who's obviously terrible. And they spend the most time on, but like when you start hearing these tidbits of these other people's stories, you're kind of like, you know, he's terrible. He's terrible, but he might actually be the best person out of all these other people that they're giving us little glimpses into. He's the least shittiest one. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's the correct description. Yeah, I would say, and I I would say even that is probably. biased based on the fact that there was more content that was about him in the series not because he was the most interesting but because and he may be the most interesting but he just gave the most access <laughs> like he was the most willing to just be like yeah come film everything that's fine and if you were to do that with any of the others i think you would see the same thing and you would feel that same kind of connection or empathy towards uh that person or maybe just sympathy i don't know about I, empathy i think it's definitely sympathy but it's it I guess ask the question of the viewer at the end, like, did these people frame him for something that he would have gotten caught for anyway? <laughs> so that was one. Th- so if there was outstanding messages that I received from this, one of the biggest ones when I felt like I learned was, man, our U.S. justice system is all kinds of messed up. We have people legit making direct contradictions to stuff that testimony they gave under oath. And then they have direct evidence that conflicts with evidence that was presented at the trials, I guess. And no one's saying or doing anything about it. Uh, That's the part that completely blew my mind with, uh, what was his name? Uh, Jeff Lowe's, uh, dude that oh, was, Hitman. uh, Alan Rich. Hitman. Yeah. His name Alan is Alan Rich. Mr. Clean. <laughs> Mr. Clean. Got it. Dude legit said, I took this money and I was driving to go kill somebody and he, nothing happens to him. And he says, Oh yeah, I, I, I think, uh, Pardon my French here, uh, but I believe he said I pussied out and I just went home to Carolina instead. He decided okay. not to go to Florida. So, Hondo, point uh, that justice system sucks. Josh, counterpoint, you have 90 seconds, go. <laughs> I mean, in order to get in order to get people to testify, you have to cut deals with them. That's usually how that works. So, of course, nothing happened to him because he probably wouldn't have testified or, you know, agreed to show up or anything. You don't have subpoena power outside of the state. He didn't testify. He didn't testify? No, no neither had, one of them got called. Neither one of them got called to testify. And neither one of them got investigated. I mean, they probably gave him something that in, in exchange for that or else they wouldn't have they wouldn't have had the evidence that they needed to okay. convict Joe. So, Josh, I don't know. I wasn't part of that prosecution. Says- what? If Adrian says, 
it like swears on the Bible that you paid me to kill someone, and then I say that you paid me to kill someone. Yeah. Would they send you to jail? I don't know. Maybe. Because that's what happened here, right? Like, two people said, he paid us, and, like, they couldn't track the money. They didn't know where it was. They just said that he had the money, and he went to jail. Well, and I would say the biggest part of it, which, uh, again, as the non-legal represent, uh, the non-legal professional here, that guy took the money. So they said, hey, here's $3,000. Go kill Carol Baskins. And he said, okay, yes, I will do that. He took the money and then never went to Florida afterwards. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what deal there that they cut with Alan to give him <laughs> Alan Rin. <laughs> yeah, to give to like to give him uh, you know a free pass, but whatever whatever evidence they got from him, they needed it to convict Joe. It's like you know that's why it pays to be a snitch. <laughs> As you like to point out, every every chance you get. Wait, Wait so, just- <laughs> so so if I just go around uh, getting paid by people to like do illegal things for them, I can just tell the justice system that someone paid me to do this illegal shit. They'll get in trouble, and I keep the money. I would like, strongly advise do you get to, keep- to do that. Don't but do, do you that. get to keep the fucking money? Don't do that. I don't know. <laughs> don't Depends do on the that. deal that you cut with the prosecutors. I don't know. It's, it depends on the deal oh, that the really prosecutor wants to come with you. This right? particular prosecutor seemed very intent on putting Joe in jail. Did y'all did y'all feel that yeah. way? Yeah, yeah. For like sure. I, I feel I mean, like she was would very it, intent. That would be the most annoying. My like, favorite thing was that the federal prosecutor had to keep calling him by his professional name because she's such a fucking professional. Oh, Mister Maldonado passes. <laughs> I also liked the fact that the sheriff was like willing to put up with so much bullshit, like. It's <laughs> like oh, I came to his job eight years ago or whatever, and he's like, it's "Like, look, the people elected me, man. I don't the, know." The, the people he, he's talking about, like the fact that the people are great. Like he has to deal with this and that. He's like, "But then I also have Joe Exotic. Like, <laughs> like all of the all of the community's problems are just rolled into one person. So his job is actually pretty easy. Like, why else would you not just be like, dude? You, <laughs> I'm gonna arrest you. Like every time this happens, I'm gonna arrest you." <laughs> <laughs> to me, it seems like um, he seemed like a. He's the one who seemed most like a typical television character. Like he seemed like a very goofy television small town sheriff. It's like oh, you know, it was just this, this one guy. He's just adorning my like side. <laughs> from Dukes of Hazzard. <laughs> Wait, is this the TV show? Like it's the sheriff's point of view, and every episode is just some crazy thing Joe Exotic does that he has to deal with. <laughs> Okay, I think that would be cool, but it would have be to be an, an awesome anime. Sitcom. Is that is that how you want to make the, the movie? Everybody keeps on talking about the movie. Um, should it be from the sheriff's point of view? Like every time he has to go out to the GW, it's, it's filmed like cops, right? You get the act like the phone rings, and they're like, "Oh, what what's going on?" Yeah, I, I'm uh, thinking. Joe Exotic again. I'm thinking like cops mixed with like Parks and Rec. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it definitely gave me more vibes of like uh that kill bill uh anime sequence with the the gangs fighting each other like that's what it, that's what i would want to see uh, as as an offshoot of this is like a wide ranging uh or wide scope anime series where like each cult leader has their own gang and like the the like doc antles are like uh busty women and like cheetah prints that like come out with like weapons <laughs> and they're all riding cheat like they're all riding cheetahs um uh, you could have like a theme for each one of them. The <laughs> Joseph, please please write this. I need you to write this. <laughs> What's great is like you don't even have to overstylize it. They do it themselves. It's already there. Yeah. yeah. Also, what a big fucking mess for all the like not not for anyone that needs to clean it up. It's just crazy that Carol Baskins was able to get that many people to volunteer to to do all of her labor. <laughs> he doesn't pay anybody uh, and they were so stoked about it too but also no one was breaking the law like with the tigers it was all legal to own this many tigers and like have people come pay to pet the tigers and it's just bizarre well, yeah, to me that, that cat safety that act well because the ownership of exotic animals in a zoo isn't illegal right so it's the private ownership and i think the idea behind all of them was they own some sort of wildlife preserve or a zoo and that's how yeah. they maintained ownership of all that except the drug dealer or was his also a zoo it just didn't allow people in. i think it was a sanctuary or something it was like a sanctuary okay. 
Yeah, it was which a, honestly it was a, the nicest place. Yeah, by when far. It, I was gonna say it legit looked like a sanctuary. <laughs> like no <laughs> one's like trying to pet cubs or breed or anything. He just, I love animals. I love looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did did the tigers in, the in Joe Exotics uh, facility look really fat to y'all? Did what? Did they look fat? I was like, man, these tigers kind of look fat to me. Not well, that's what docs do. Docs look really bad. Yeah. I guess that's what happens when you. It's like having a bad diet. Like you're only eating Walmart meat. <laughs> yeah, like expires and expires. Oh, dude, that was so bad when they were saying that Walmart would give them all of the frozen expired meat and the employees would dig through would it take and take it, home yeah. stuff. No, so, oh. even even worse was towards the end when they like they opened up the pizza restaurant and it's like, yeah, most of that meat came from that same expired oh, truck. God. Oh, God. That's how you kept the cost down. Disgusting. Oh, man. Some people ate that shit. Yeah. Uh. This is these people are the reasons I had to take an ethics class in business school. Because they're just like, no, you need to not do the wrong thing all the time. And I'm like, I, I mean, I, I have a conscience, so like, that's okay. But I understand. Other How do the federal don't. prosecutors like not also get uh, Joe Exotic for wage theft? Like he was paying these guys like a hundred dollars a week for working like twelve hour days, six days a week. Yeah, they also live there, right? Like and they, they lived on yeah, location. Well, I was gonna say, and if they have free rent, I'm sure he, he could like. Yeah. Turn that into something. Your rent is deducted from your yeah, paycheck is yeah, what yeah. it is. He's not that smart. But he might actually be. Like, that was the weird part. I felt like a lot of these people were, like, not just, like, oddballs and not just charismatic. They all seemed like they were just, like, too smart for their own good. Like Really? Like, he, he kept yeah. talking about how he wanted to kill some lady all the time on the internet. <laughs> But that's okay. I think I think you're you're Josh. You're, Josh, we're also you're living conflating. in a world. We're living in a world where the president can say he grabs him by the pussy and still become the president, <laughs> and, no, and then get elected. Yeah. yeah. Afterwards. Oh, you know who did get released? Uh, Takashi Six Nine. I saw that. Oh, God. He's out. God. I, I'd yeah. rather he have, probably. I'd rather have on the, Joe Exotica. Pays to be a snitch. <laughs> Yeah, I'd rather have Joe Exotic out in the wild than than that guy. All right, yeah. So I would say Josh. But also, hold on, wait, quick timeout. How does anybody tell him anything ever again? Oh, the snitch? Nah, you. Yeah, like, like yeah. how does how does anyone have a conversation? Just like, nope, I'm good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Andre. Are you a criminal? You, you wouldn't be able to have a conversation with that guy. Well, apparently, two people can get together and say I gave them money to murder somebody, and I would go to jail. So <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to take that chance. According to Josh's professional legal opinion, that's what would happen, right, Andre? I didn't say that's what would happen. I didn't see all the evidence that was actually presented in the case. No, see, Wait, so can a thing. prosecutor... The thing. Andre hasn't spent years saying that he was going to kill someone on online <laughs> videos. <laughs> <either. laughs> can, a, can a prosecutor pay someone for a testimony? No. Can't pay uh, anyone for testimony. All right, let's say... Okay, okay, a prosecutor, like, I don't think... A prosecutor can pay an expert for testimony, like an actual expert, okay. like a John, forensics expert or like medical goals. expert. But he can't pay a fact witness. And like they bought my grandma a car, and then like I testified. <laughs> <laughs> like NCAA recruiting violation skirts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, I haven't I thought about that. My mom's house. I just live there. <laughs> He can tip off a gangster because he's an expert in running these streets, right, Josh? That's how it's work. <laughs> to I, okay, so back to he's got to turn in his curriculum vitae and put it into evidence. It's like <laughs> back I hustled Adrian's this many kilos about these people being smart. So I think Josh is conflating like all intelligence with like a cert, a really specific kind of intelligence. So like you can be generally a normal person and relatively smart. Uh, uh, and know not to do all of those crazy things. Or you can be like really smart at, on, on some levels of the, that, that intelligence spectrum and just have no self-awareness on, on, yeah, on the rest yeah. of it. So I think that's yeah. what Adrian's getting at. Like they're, they're obviously they're all master manipulators. And for some reason, Carol Baskins is like, I guess the most, most masterful. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, most... know. I don't know. Cause like uh... when you, when you watch, right. And maybe there's something about like the in-person charisma, but when you watch, she definitely felt like the most evil. And maybe that's the producers, like the way they edited stuff. But to me, 
yeah, she's she's pulled the wool over like the people that interact with her on a day to day. But I'm like, man, she, she's gonna kill that that husband she's got now. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, he doesn't have any money. I think she's the most. She may be the most evil, but like it depends on on what is most important to you or what you perceive to be like the thing that is important. Because if the thing that's important is like how loyal your inside group are, I think she has the most loyal people. Like yeah. those people think that they're fighting for a good cause, so it's easier to get on her well, side. And, and there's with, an and, army of them. <laughs> and to me, that that's I guess what like made it feel the most evil. Like she's doing all the same things these other people are doing, but she's been able to like you use the guise of doing good for these animals that look like they're just as badly kept just as badly treated and like they still have to like and the the baby tigers over there look like they got pet petted too like it's it just it overall what is she had deceived they're the all the same person yeah. yeah yeah oh they definitely all fit the same mold for sure for sure what is i, know, I just feel like they Peter all have to get, say about this Peter's oh, Peter's working with Joe Exotic, isn't he? Uh, yeah, Peter is working with Joe Exotic. Yeah. Snitch on everybody. He's gonna start narking on everyone. So Peter yeah. uh, canceled the best friendship with Carol Baskins, and now Joe Exotic is the best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see what's under that septic tank, man. Okay, so did they open? Is it true that they opened that investigation back up? It wasn't. So it wasn't closed. I don't think it was never like, closed. It's a, it's, a, it's a cold case, and the guy, whoever was in the Florida PD, he's like, "Hey, this is a very popular series. Now's a good time as ever. If you have any information about this person, please call us at the whatever phone number they gave." That's so long ago, though, right? Twi- Twitter is going to solve this murder, Joseph. Don't. Yeah, what is it? They're going to don't fuck with cats. This there's going to be a group of. People on Facebook that are going to gather all the evidence and they'll figure it out for us. Well, I mean, isn't that that's Paradise Lost, right? That's the those the West Memphis Three. Like that happened already. We've already lived through that. What right. if uh, her husband was the first casualty of five G? <laughs> <laughs> I also like that it reinforces the idea that like if you have enough money, laws stop mattering and they're just kind of yeah. general suggestions like oh yeah he he lost his pilot's license the day after he got it <laughs> but continue to fly right but that isn't that like how all laws are like like i speed often but and it's just suggestion do you, you adrian you do you yeah I, I what's speed the statute the of limitations on that well, josh it's <laughs> in the moment right <laughs> it's also i mean it's 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 a it's a uh the your relationship with the consequence is different uh based on if it's based on money then yeah like if it's if it's based on time is it is it fair like still no because people's time is worth different uh amounts of Joseph, money are you saying that we should eat the rich uh <laughs> we should we should nibble nibble their toes a little bit <laughs> what if we just let a tiger take their arms there we go i'm down for that we Wait, should no, ship no. all the tiger tigers to rich people <laughs> just in an amazon box yeah in, like the no, fucking snakes in the mailbox in. that shit was wild everything else was like kind of crazy that was the one thing i was like what the fuck are you gonna do that why do that like anything else would but be so, that's the thing somebody had to go down there like you can't mail snakes well you could <laughs> you could mail snakes you mail anything in a box but like for them to be in the mailbox I also like Carol's uh, like reaction when telling the story. It just exploded with snakes. Like, <laughs> do you think each snake had a like package sticker on it? Because <laughs> that's how they mailed. <laughs> the mailman just like quit. Everything. He was like, "Fuck this, I'm out." It is weird seeing the juxtaposition because I think they touched on that part too. Is uh, the people that were like cutting snakes open and putting drugs inside them and sending them as like live animals to ship drugs and like they don't care about whether the animals live or die and there's that difference in i guess the quality of uh amount that you love animals like with uh with joe exotic uh the fact that like josh was saying that there's there was footage that was burned uh, of him just like going off and shooting a, a a tiger or like the stories that like uh doc would just like send his people to go kill tigers like in the middle of the night um do they even really love these animals or has it just become commodities at this point? When I feel like the the show kind of got to that a little towards the end, where you could see like uh, one 
uh, Joe Exotic start crying with the chimpanzees and like they finally got to a place where they can hug and oh when and, he realized he was a piece of shit yeah 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 so like you got that realization there but then they showed like that video shortly after of like when he first started and where he was very much like what Carol Baskin is now like talking about how like they shouldn't be pets like he was trying to save them he wanted like a place where they could be tigers even though he knew he couldn't give them like what they truly deserved was like put them back in the wild and wherever they were from. Like it, it just, it was this weird thing where I felt like they like the, one of the reasons Joe probably hated Carol Baskins is because like he was looking at like what he used to be versus like the monster he had become. Also, so she's a ev- murderer. Everyone live if they everyone if they live long enough becomes Carol Baskins. She <laughs> kind of. You, you either die, Joe Exotica, or live long enough to become Carol Baskins. <laughs> Exotica. <laughs> I've been calling him Exotica. <laughs> Yo, that that's gonna be like the next breakout male porn star name right there, Joe Exotica. Okay, uh, quick question: How far away are we from the Sci-Fi Channel making Tiger Nato? Where the tornado comes through, <laughs> goes out of the place and picks up all the tigers. Uh, Just give me a, a credit if they on the movie. It, I don't need somebody any needs to pitch that to sci-fi now. Are we I, doing the I, uh, moving cat movie casting right now? Go for it. Does it map? Are you talking Matthew? No, no just like who would you cast to play the movie about Tiger King? Matthew McConaughey I, as Joe Exotic. Kathy Bates is uh, Carol Baskins. Nah, she's too Doc old now. Is played. Doc is played by a fat Val, Val Kilmer. <laughs> I would like, uh, I think McConaughey would do well as the guy with uh, the prosthetic legs. No, he's husband number two. <laughs> <laughs> not Jeff Goldblum as husband number two? Or not, not Jeff Goldblum as <laughs> Carol's new husband? No, no, I mean Joe's, Joe's husband. I like think, it's McConaughey and Goldblum. Oh, Dylan? Yeah. No, I, I need a younger I, guy than that. The guy best, too old to play Joe's husband. His third yeah. husband, the new one that he is married to, is uh, what's his name? Cole Sprouse. No, Cole, Cole Sprouse. Sprouse. <laughs> Cole Sprouse would kill it. No, I think the best version would just be if you got Joe Joe Exotic to play every role. <laughs> <laughs> but also, all of the tigers are played by humans, but with the cats disguises on them, like cats the movie. <laughs> Yeah, that would that would legit make so much money if you got Joe Exotic to play all those characters. And it was like a five hour movie. Well, but there would be so no, many f bombs. Like, no hey, soundtrack. You fucking cats and kittens. No soundtrack at all. Like no music. It's just <laughs> him acting. No score. Okay, I do want to map this though. Wait, but before we map it, can can we talk about like it, does this relate to any story like that's been told in the past? I think the history of the world, like every person is their own nation. <laughs> and, uh, Carol is like Germany. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's like, you hate them, but they always come out on top. Yeah. Yeah. Also pretty strong economy. Pretty strong I don't economy. know. I don't think, I think you'd have to get a bit of a magnifying glass on different pieces to find the stories that, that map like the, the normal so story is, arcs. is this the exception to time being a flat circle like is this a new story i don't think it is because uh... he definitely had the mission of like doing blackfish but for tigers so like he was trying to do that i just don't think he got there so it so yeah, I... definitely fell far from the mark of, of being anything like that yeah i i got this like weird weird take but it's not of like do it. about a story that's told i just kind of felt like when i was watching it i kind of understood the um the appeal of big bang theory in that i was <laughs> i was watching like people that were totally unlikable do like weird like stuff that didn't make sense to me and i was 100 percent entertained and it wasn't because i was laughing with them it was because i was laughing at them and i'm like i get it now I get it. I think I like see myself too much of a nerd that I just feel like Big Bang. You're being mis- is- you're being misrepresented. No, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> but now I get it. It's like when you feel like they're totally like out alien to you, you can laugh at them, and that's kind of what I felt when I was watching Tiger King. Like it, none of these pe- people felt like 
people I would ever meet in real life, they felt alien to me, so I could laugh at them without feeling bad about about it. So like, is that is that why people like will laugh at, at 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 Big Bang Theory when they just like name comic book characters and they think that's funny? It's like, oh, this guy knows like yeah, who the yeah, Avengers yeah, yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, like oh, this like guy that. knows who the Justice League are. Oh, what a nerd! Exactly. Like that's why it was the most popular show on TV because like all these. Like, I mean, obviously, the Justice League is for nerds. Josh <laughs> Marvel's where all the cool kids hang out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so many people didn't get that culture. It was so alien to them that they they could just laugh at these people and not feel bad about it and i felt like so I is that it. is that our it. answer this is just the big bang theory is that it, how it maps is is uh, it's like sheldon a mix of- just joe exotic <laughs> yeah 100 percent. yes i mean it's like a mix of that and i feel like andre hit it with seinfeld and i was also thinking like it's always sunny in terms of like these these are all just terrible people and you just kind of like get get kicks out of watching them be terrible and like you seeing, just like watching to see how shit breaks down. Yeah, like seeing the train wreck happen. We're so close there, folks, to getting an original story. And I think, like like I said before, if you were to just uh, completely zoom in on any specific group of individuals in this story, it becomes a, another version of a different story. Like, I think it's just all cult leaders. Like, you can just, like, even if you look back at history instead of, uh, um, like, content that's created or written... Uh, you go like this person could have easily Jim Jones like his whole. Well, he he even said right if you come up you're gonna have a mini Waco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it's it's definitely not unique. I think the story as a whole is unique. The 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 layer of paint on top of it is very unique. <laughs> the fact that Tigers that's the are opening sequence of the uh, cops slash Parks and Rec. Like the cop answers phone and says he said what, and the next scene he's like. <laughs> Did you say you're going to have a mini Waco and like writing down notes in his <laughs> pad? I mean, it writes itself, man. It writes itself. All right. But I do have, I do have something that's pretty serious that we need to talk about. Uh, Andre, who's the Dom? Who's the Brian? <laughs> I, so I was thinking about this and I was trying to figure out, okay, who is the Dom and who is the Brian? Because it's such a shit show of a show. <laughs> and obviously I had to make Joe the Dom. And then I just wanted to say, like, his two husbands are Brian? Or his new husband's the Brian. And it's just the start of the, the, the series. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a prelude. Uh, yeah, because Dom had to go through all that stuff to get to where he was at the start of Fast and the Furious, right? So he had already lived a crazy True. life. And this Brian was just getting into story it. story of Dom. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a weird one. <laughs> I do agree, though. I think I think Joe is the Dom for sure. Um, uh, how many? Okay, uh, how long do you guys think? Um, t- how much time will pass before Jeff Howe goes to jail? Mm. Or is it Jeff Lowe? My bad, Jeff, Jeff Lowe. Lowe. Yeah, their names don't matter. Their names don't matter at all. How, uh, what would he go to jail for, though? Like, uh, if, I mean, like, don't uh, you don't you just think like he seems like just a skeezy guy who probably breaks the law a lot? But he's been there that way his whole life. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean you go to jail, though, Josh. He but now there's a bunch the of he's breaking the law. I know, but now <laughs> there's <laughs> but now there's a lot of eyes on him. Though people know who he is now. Like you know, it's it's kind of harder to stay out of the eyes of the law than the eyes of you know social media and the media are all over you. Okay, I think this is kind of where you can look back at a different part of the series to get your answer. Because the <laughs> fact that, uh, uh, who was it? I think it was Joe. One of them sent all of those cubs to the congressman. And they all played with the cubs before like the hearing about like whether or not they can uh, actually outlaw these, these the ownership of these cubs after <laughs> having all those pictures taken. Fucking genius level move. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. they're too smart for their own good. Josh over here thinking they're idiots. These guys are like... Genius, I never said like, Dog like, Anna was an idiot. I think they, I they're, they're, all the same, they're, they're all the same archetype of people, though. They're all they're all on that level. It might be just in a different variation of like stats that they've maxed out, but they definitely have like some some maxed out stats. They're, like they're, everyone they're, just has maxed out charisma. Yeah, they're min maxing life right now. <laughs> yeah, I was, gonna, no, I was gonna say all of their professions are just like con artists. Like that, that's dude. Have you have you all seen Doc Annell's son who lives on the compound with him? Does he also get to have sex with the women? <laughs> I don't know, but he he looks and acts 
like Donnie from fucking Wild Thornberries. Like he never has a shirt on. He always has like tiger or cheetah print. I mean shorts, I mean, Josh, and he's like always uh, playing with the animals. Put yourself in his shoes. Would you wear a shirt? Yeah, I would because I'm a civilized person. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it's really he's like always Donnie. Donnie from the Wild Thornberries. Yeah, wasn't that the one that was like always just like talking in like? Yeah, the one that flea voice. He looks and acts pretty much like him. Wait, so when they're interviewing him, he he's not just making weird noises, Josh. He's he's not making coherent sentences. He's just like, yeah, tiger. <laughs> okay, we've got to we've got to do this now. We've got to map each other to the, to this shit show. I feel like it's gonna be easier than than I'm expecting it, but I'm not gonna go first because I don't have any I don't have any like places to put people. <laughs> I said we make Josh do it. Man, I don't know. I second that. I, I'm going to do it. There's no wrong answer, Josh. Unless it's wrong. Unless you're not Carol well, Baskins. Jo- Josh is definitely <laughs> the police, right? Like, that's who Josh is. Yeah, Josh is the sheriff. I was going to say, Josh is the... Who was that? The the guy who testified that was the business owner? Oh, the guy that was... Oh, oh the guy that totally lied about what happened. I mean, he's just like, oh, yeah, I just... uh. You know, I cut a deal because I bought a lemur illegally. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. That's all you did. It was just buy it. It was just the lemur. Josh is the strip club owner? That's who Josh is? Josh is definitely the strip club owner. Bam, bam, yep. Bam, okay, bam, bam. that guy looks like, um, what's his name? Uh, Haley Joe Osment. Haley Joe Osment, yeah. It looked like fat Haley hey, Joe Osment. Yes. I was like, Louis, what's his name? Louis Anderson? Yes. Yeah, Louis. Yeah. From Life with Louis? <laughs> Pretty good, pretty good. Dude, I love that that whole segment where he's riding the jet ski. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, why did they do that? I wonder if that was like his demand. He's like, you're not gonna get, you're not gonna get me to talk about anything unless you could be riding on most bad Okay, so Josh is him. I'm trying why to am I him? Hondo is the most moderate, but like nobody in this whole thing was moderate. Uh, oh, you know who Hondo is? Hondo is was that guy from the Midwest that talked oh, like the uh, Kim, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the, the, the monkey always okay. on him. He yeah, yeah. The on him. Oh, the That's one Hondo. that kind of just narrate. Yeah, I, I can do that. <laughs> Hondo's not the drug the drug lord who is literal Scarface. <laughs> nah, he's not that cool. That guy was fucking dope. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think out of everyone, Andre would be Doc. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. I would. There's no winning answer, so like I'll take it. It doesn't matter who you. Are. I was just like, at least I'm not the murderer. <laughs> You're not Carol Baskins. That's all that matters, right? Um, I think Adrian's Don Lewis. Just like, like <laughs> too, too, too fucking lucky to all this karma at once. Like he he was just so fucking lucky, and then. All of his karma just came home at one time in one big disappearance. <laughs> yeah, that that fits. And then Joseph, I, I got to go with my namesake, man, Joe Exotic. <laughs> Joe Exotic. Yeah. I was hoping you'd go there. I think out of out of all of it, like um, I'm not saying my thought process uh, was anything similar to him, but I could get to one of his decisions and like after he's like talking about it for a second be like okay i see how you got there i'm not with you, you but in the see same how you got circumstances there. you would have made those decisions <laughs> yeah if i was just like blown away by meth like 24 7 <laughs> yes <laughs> which was my favorite part because he started the series talking about how he would give the like say no to drugs talk with the kids yeah it's 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 wild that that's <laughs> what what pushed him over the edge was kids like, how can I get to these kids? <laughs> how can I reach these kids? Uh, like in a creepy way. Oh, man. Uh, I'm glad we're not cult leaders. <laughs> <laughs> just just the cult of Gaisto. Seems like a, like a lot of work. It, it, Is it they though? They all seemed exhausted. They all seemed exhausted. <laughs> Is it work if it's something you love? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like even Doc Antle, like he didn't even seem like he was excited. Like that there was like a, like a harem. He he more seemed like it was just exhausting. 
All right, you just seem very like I'm. I'm not here for bullshit. Like you need to get your shit. Tell me what you want, and I'll give you the answer. I'm not dealing with it. You just seem very quick to be like, nah, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> Dogano had like has had a hell of a career too. Like I get he supposedly he supplied uh, the animals for Doctor Doolittle and for um, Ace Ventura was the best. <laughs> Ace Ventura, yeah, was another one. I'm surprised they didn't put him in that movie. Like he's such a character. Like I, I feel like they would have found a way to put him on screen. Wasn't That's Doc Antle's son. I'm showing you a picture of Doc Antle's son. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Donnie uh, from Wild Thornberries. <laughs> I'm, I was into this. I want to do another one of these. I feel like we could probably binge something else next. Uh, this Dude, is going to be a high bar. I'm though. even down to do Tiger King Part 2, man, because there's still <laughs> so much shit we can talk about on this thing. I, I mean, I, I, I got some like really deep takes about like the whole... like watching horrible, horrible people doing horrible things and it kind of felt like big bang theory i got i got stuff cooking we could we could just talk more about this well let's try and and uh uh live up to the hype of uh the full metal episode <laughs> no i'm telling you we're gonna matt damon it like oh we ran out of time for it this week yeah but i'm setting i'm setting it up for next week so people <laughs> will be surprised when they, they open it up and it's it's definitely not full metal again oh um b- before we close out i do want to tell andre so um, quarantine, it's hard entertaining Everett twenty four seven. We ended up watching bits and pieces of Sonic, uh, just like as he would, like was eating snacks and whatnot. But I literally like started tearing up laughing because like the Sonic, the character in the movie, is just like wisecracking the entire time. But he he literally makes a Dom and Brian joke uh, about <laughs> Fast and Furious, and he's like, it's all about family. <laughs> <laughs> and it caught me so off guard that I was on the floor. Joseph, you're just going to cut out this last 10 minutes, right? Because it's all garbage. No, I'm only going to leave in that those last 10 minutes. <laughs> the podcast is just the 10 minutes right, that we've been having right now. <laughs> this was this was fun, though. I, I, I'm so enamored with these characters. I fucking love them. Uh, hopefully we get a, a part two. All right, y'all. Well, this has been another one in the books. Flat Circle from the Gaysos Podcast Network. Remember to be yourself, just like everyone else, and we will watch you, catch you next time. (laughs) Watch you. We're always watching. All right, bye.